Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated. Put on the headphones, no? Yeah? Yeah. So it's, what's that? It's better. It's more intimate. You can hear the subtleties. Yeah, our voices. Hello. Welcome to this. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So where do you live? Uh, I live in the burbs of uh, Philly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> and... Uh, are you doing a gig? Did you come in to do a gig or just the podcast? I came to see you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I drive all the time, so it's like uh, uh, I blast this turnpike. I've been blasting this turnpike since uh, 88, since 1988. Just how, how, long, how long does it take you to get here? Oh, uh, well. An hour and a half. You, depends on where you're doing it. But... Um, it takes two, I call it two hours because you still got to you got to park. Yeah. You got to do you know you got to get like you can get you can get up to Holland Tunnel in no time. Yeah. And then sometimes you can sit there for an hour another hour. Yeah. So you can't really calculate it. You know you can't really tell what you're gonna get until you got it. I remember missing a um, I missed um, a city winery gig that way too. I'm not from the city. People make assumptions. You'd be like, oh, you know where it is. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. So right. tell me the full address. Don't just be like, yeah, you know where it is. Yeah. I don't. So, and I'm driving too. So they'll tell me directions are for like biking or walking, you know And I'm like? Uh -huh. Well, that's a one way street in a car. I'm sure you do it every day, you know, you, but I'm like, I'm looping around and I'm like, I'm on, I'm on. And I'm looping around trying to find the city water. First time I played there and there's like, man, you missed the gig. No, no. I mean, I missed their sound check on time for the gig. Yeah. Audience and me had a good time, but they're like, venue's like you can't just you walked in and on stage and played yeah they're like no mr free love that's that that we're a business right and i was like oh well okay yeah that's probably true they're not for that no i learned that so we got it together now we're back you're we're back good. we're you, golden yeah yeah you play there a lot city winery no i mean that loft upstairs they put yeah. that in well it's gone now but you know that was a cool little spot yeah because it's a matter of numbers and capacity yeah. With me. I'm not doing their numbers to, to be in the basement, in the bottom room, yeah. the ground level. So, but I love that they accommodated, uh, you know, a guy like me, and they put a little smaller room so you could like yeah. do a, a situation for your for your audience. And you're on the mm. road like what 300 days a year or something like this? <laughs> no. so the, that's what your bio said though. Did it? Well, it said something along those don't lines. Don't take a month off. Or you don't take any you don't take any time off. Is that? But it could have been an old bio I read. Yeah, they're all old, old bios. Yeah. Uh, and also, too, like, like the stuff that will exist, that stuff that remains in existence. Um, old bios? Yeah, the stuff that people, clubs will pull stuff from the internet. Yeah. I, it's really funny. I see these things where I'm like, Jeffrey Gaines, uh, the voice of a generation. I'm like, what generation? Like, who wrote that? And like, right. what generation is that? And who, who are these people? You know? Yeah. But, you know, that was written a long time ago, you know? And it's like... And, you know, I'm not going to erase it because to me it's inconsequential, really. I mean, I don't, I avoid reading, you know what I mean? I avoid reading stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean. About yourself or just in general? Just in general, you yeah. know what I mean? You're avoiding the media? No, I mean, like, um, like say with music. I love records, I love music, but I, I thought of them as like the, you know, my music friends, my muso friends, like, know who uh, engineered. Mm -hmm. You know, and they know who played the triangle. Right. 
you know, and they revere these names that they've read there. I just rip it open mm-hmm. like bubble gum and put the thing on and put the needle yeah. on the record. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't care. They wrote a bunch of, there's a lot of words in here. And I just get that out. Like, it's like pulling the plastic off of it. Mosquito Daniels, triangle just, expert. Yeah, I'll just get rid of all those things and, and start playing the music. So, you know, when it comes down to what I like or what I don't like, I never really take any reviewers. I don't need a reviewer to tell me the bands I like, mm-hmm. but I won't read about them. I don't want to yeah. know about him. You know, like, um, I love David Bowie growing up, but I did not want to know about his personal life mm-hmm. because I loved, it, loved it, like, the artifice and the imaginary life that he chose to create. Right. And I'll be, I'm, that's, that's, that's it. So when somebody shows me some candid picture of Bowie walking down, you know, 7th Avenue, I don't want to see him in street clothes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't want to see, like, the guy relaxing. I don't want to mm-hmm. know that part of him because that's not the part that he's decided to, here's the part I'm selling and here's the part I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's separation. He might not be cool. Right, eating soup. I don't. So yeah. I don't. I don't care about him. You know, I don't want to know about that. Mm-hmm. I but, heard he smelled good. Yeah, that's what uh, Adam Green told me that he was yeah. famous for smelling really I good. Bet he did, mixed with the tinge of Marlboro Red. That's Nothing true. Nothing better. He Nothing better. He didn't kick those smokes, did he? <sighs> you smoke? No, I don't smoke. No, I don't smoke. Um, I like smoke culture. Yeah. I like smoke. I like all the aspects of smoke. The curl. Um, the the habit, like I mean, just the ritual of it. Like when, they, when you see a guy that's really into smoking, and he'll roll his own. Mm-hmm. Just the time that he's taken with that mm-hmm. little pouch, a special blend. Yeah, like it's so cool. And there's like, you know, and he does the first thing. He's got to spit a few out. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. that's like beautiful because he's slowing down the cadence. Yeah, he's slowing down the conversation. He's slowing down stuff. It's that's his sort of meditation. Yeah. You know, and he takes a little bit with it, and I'm like, that's, that's kind of tough. I kind of think that's cool. Um, but I never smoked. That's the appeal of it. Yeah. Oh, that's what they get and, you when you're 13. And right? the nicotine is like, you know, it's, a, it's an alluring drug. I struggle with nicotine myself. It seems a little subtle. It, well, it is. It's you know, subtle, it's like but it subtle. Also, it's like a caffeine thing. Right. You know, it's like, it's not overwhelming, but right. it's nice, you know, other than all the havoc it yeah reeks and it's do you ever hear napoleon hill he wrote no. this book called think and grow think and grow rich uh, in the 30s mm. in the 40s he also wrote one called outwitting the devil and in that mm. book he asked the devil he does an interview with the devil and he asked the devil what's the worst what's the worst drug for humans alcohol or cigarettes and the devil says cigarettes because not because like it, back then when he wrote it doctors would prescribe people cigarettes for health like it wasn't even known right. but the devil told him it was cigarettes because cigarettes cause drift and then through drift he can work his <laughs> demonic magic That's in actual. their lives <laughs> drift 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 is what we have to like guard ourselves against right. according wow. to the devil or napoleon hill whoever you think said that i think the yeah. devil said it because it's I true it's true in my life so you're guarding yourself from the devil. <clears throat> I mean, I, my life is a constant battle to go beyond, yeah, the devil or my devils or, you know, oh, like yeah. you're out with, out with the demons, you know, because it's, I'm aware of the fact that like through my own activity, I can, I can elevate my situation or I can, and I, by situation, I don't even mean financial or this that i just mean my spiritual situation my my personal situation like so every day is like a test of that to me 
that's how I view life or that's how I've lived life for a little while now nice and sometimes I'm good and sometimes I fuck up right you know I'm not perfect who is Bob I, don't I live know. like a dog you do yeah how do you live I live like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's me like I don't con- I don't like if you ask your dog how are you doing today yeah he's like I don't fucking contemplate I don't contemplate stuff like that throw the throw the stick Right. You know what I mean? Put the food in the bowl. We're going for a ride. Like, what's going on? Like, there's so much probably going on, but it's like I leave that. I, I'm just a born, I'm a born entity, you know? You yeah. Birth, school, work, death. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, request you didn't sign the up honor. For it. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's, it's just, you know, springs forth from somebody's passion. Mm-hmm. They do a thing, you're born. Mm-hmm. And then you go, should I, should I, should I spend every day of this, of this finite existence figuring out the finite, like what this means or get on with it. Like just do the thing till you're done, till mm-hmm. it, till it ends. So I, th- I just look at it like being a dog or something like who's not, who's just like, Oh, I live. I'm happy. Things are fun. Yeah. Things tickle. Things are, I want to go for a ride. I want to go for an adventure. That's a Zen approach. And when things are yeah. fun and things tickle and you're going for rides and adventures, that's all good. But what happens when that's not the case? Is that never not the case? Like things are. I think fun? it's. I think it's never not the case. If um, I think what you have to do is um, you make your peace with your decisions, mm-hmm. um, and you'll probably um, vote yourself out of complexities. How do you mean by that? Like there's a lot of things that are riches in life, mm-hmm. and you'll just say, "Oh well, I forfeit some of those. I forfeit some of those because they." now are acting like demons no not demons say um uh relationships outside of your own ideology like i believe what i believe like that whole dog thing i was just going through but then if i try to have a relationship that person will have another philosophy and and we'll have to merge those well the the harm will come in us trying to find a percentage of my thought a percentage of their thoughts a meeting in the middle Mm -hmm. or they could overwhelm me. I could be like, oh my God, I'm so in love with you. I'll do everything you do. It takes me down a road where I don't know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm lost now. I'm in, I'm, I'm in things that are taking the joy or whatever away. Mm-hmm. Or you could just say, look, I'm just going to do it the way I do it. And then you'll avoid. So it is always the good time because keep, you keep it clean. You keep it simple. But of course, in keeping it that fundamental, that basic... A lot of the stuff you'll you'll lose. Like what will you lose? Oh, I'm sure. Like there's a lot of bands, a lot of people I know grew up in bands and stuff, and um, we're all of an age where uh, they're not only enjoying their music career, but they're enjoying like the graduation of their son, mm-hmm. or the the wed or the grandfatherness of their daughter. That's just put them in the you know like there's all these other that there's all these like when you go, what do you want in life? There's a lot of people who pick like 20 things yeah. and they'll just set a course to try to get all 20 things. Yeah. And that gets hard, you know, uh-huh. that gets hard when you're like, you know, I want my music. I want to play music, but I want my music to provide for me um, the docking of my boat. Right. Or the overlook of my vista from my, you know what I mean? Like, or just raising a family yeah, like in you the wanted, suburbs. Like, oh, you want, you want a lot of things. So right. now you're asking your each individual thing to provide you with men, that family you ask, can I go away six months mm-hmm. and can you guys cope with a, an away me, mm-hmm. you know, cause I got to go hump to get this to provide for, like that gets hard, 
that probably does mm-hmm. but like um just one thing is is you can, pretty much let's we probably get that yeah <laughs> it's like well you probably get that yeah you know what i mean and like um when i when i enter it when i'm in is that what is that what you've done that's what i'm doing that's right. what i have done that's what i've done and you now don't, you don't have any kids no no but now i'm looking back so it's like now i'm looking back so i go yeah that is what i've what i've done right it's not like it's not even it's like um uh, was know. it a choice or just the way life unraveled kate moss never called back right that like what, what why not hey johnny <laughs> depp's a hard guy to let go of yeah so yeah i mean some of the things some of the things that might have made me you know open up and change my idea about it you know didn't uh yeah they didn't happen um but it, it goes back to childhood or whatever you know i'm the youngest of mm-hmm. three kids we're all four years apart, and so four years apart is enough time to uh, develop your own within your own. Like, it's not as if we could party together. Because mm-hmm. that four-year-older-than-me person thought they were too old to hang out with the baby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the baby learns to amuse himself. Yeah, and did they? Did your <clears throat> siblings have kids? Did no. they go... Um, no? no, they're they're gay. They're gay and not having kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were both gay. Um, sister and brother gay, like, n- known right away before it was cool, mm. before the Ellen Show, before it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So they went through all the not awesome periods of life and of coping gayness. and stuff like yeah. that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they didn't have any kids. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, the youngest finds his own joy and uh, delivers to himself the things he needs and doesn't, and just begins to develop a self-sufficient nature internally just i can like somebody asked me about music the other day and when i got into it mm-hmm. when it had an effect on me and when i recognized it and uh to be honest i can't really remember it um but i could imagine it going this way uh in a nursery you're born and you know you before you get your name some nurse takes you away from your mother mm-hmm. and that nurse you got you in the nursery there and you swaddled and your eyes are, you know, you're, you're going, earth, like, existence, earth, this thing, wow, colors, mm-hmm. things coming in. And then that person, that arbitrary, that random stranger, it begins to extend love to you. And the way that they know how to extend love to the language-less. I'm going to rub your forehead, and I'm going to start to... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sing. I was gonna buy you. Was you know? You get a song, mm-hmm. and you go music. This first soother, mm. the very first and initial soother, magic coming out of the your mouth hole is made. And the kid's like, "What the f is that? Mm. What the <laughs> f is the magic mm. coming out of your mouth?" And then all you're doing, the rest of all you're doing, in my mind, is like. Shaping and making the music from your mouth hole, like immediately. Mm. So I'm not into music because, like, when we were in college, we decided we could get girls and get a band. No, I mean I'm into music because it's like the first language. Mm-hmm. Boom, and then like, you know, you start to look at the world and the thing you're living in, and you even even the conspiracy aspect of it. The manipulating you to buy products, your yeah. your pop tarts, your cereals, everything's got a jingle. I wouldn't know, and none of my class would know the alphabet if we didn't sing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ABCs are a song, and the only way I know it, 
Ask a kid what's in the Elemental yeah. What's the Elemental He don't know. It's Elemental Like, stop. Yeah, you know the song, but you don't know. Write that down. They're like, I don't even know because it runs together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they know yeah. the song first, Elemental What are you saying? I don't know yet, but I know how to sing it. And I'm like, funny. Music is the whole source of it all, right? So uh, you get good at it in your single digits, you know? So you're singing at seven and eight and nine. And so are the Jackson Five. So is Michael Jackson. He's, you know, they're singing. Donnie Osmond. You know? when, when did you start? 789, singing at the back of the station <clears throat> wagon, man, singing to Elton John. Yeah, but I mean, like, when did you start, like, with the guitar and the way you're kind of, the, when did the journey of what you're doing now start as now? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Not, the, not the little kid vibe. I couldn't have been doing it without it, though. I know. I just, no, that's beautiful. Yeah. The way you describe that, too, is beautiful. I've never heard. That's the childbirth thing with yeah. the nurse. No, that was great. Is vivid, yes. Right. Yeah, that was wonderful. I can't claim I remember it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, yeah. no, I could, I could imagine it. <laughs> but no, it happened no. to me. I know it did, or it wouldn't yeah. be this way. But, uh, uh, you know, again, my mother... Where'd uh, you grow up? I grew up in Harrisburg, PA. Oh, okay. Capital City, Pennsylvania. That's probably an old steel town kind Midwestern. of Midwestern. Central PA, yeah, it's kind of, um, it's beautiful. I'm from Ohio. Yeah. So you a Steelers fan? I don't, f- I don't follow the sport. Right on. I don't follow, uh, <laughs> I don't follow sports where I don't follow things where uh, the objective is to succeed by beating your opponent. Right. I'm not a fan of that. When you win, someone loses. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, you sure you you know you get sportsmanship. You go over, you shake their hands and stuff. But it's all you're all sticking it to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't help it. You know what I mean? They're feeling a type of way at the end of the day, and you're feeling a type of way. And if you go over there, and your coach told you not to gloat, mm-hmm. you got a you got a different stance. You know, mm-hmm. we want. You know, so I was like not a fan of that nature, that whole point. So um, I don't follow the sport, and but. Your I question, box. your I, question. I box. That's, that's like, awesome. That's, that's good survival stuff. Yeah, that's but, a good. <laughs> but um, your your question kind of leads to um, do I have allegiances based on where I'm from? Yeah, you know. Oh, so then you like Steelers, but I have no allegiances to um, region or place because all the stuff I'm doing is uh, I my interests transcend the place. I'm not influenced by my environment. Yeah. Um, so it's often a hard. When, when I think of things like that, I think of like, I don't take that shit seriously. Yeah. Like, but to me, it's like just like there's levels. Like on the ultimate level, I'm totally with you. Like you know, like, like you know, level. like I'm a world citizen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. on the ultimate level, I agree even about competition, but like on levels below that, I also kind of enjoy. Like okay, it's like you know, it's just fun. It's just like it's it's a goof to me. Like I yeah. don't. Like, but because if you said I'm a Steelers fan, I'd be like, I'm a Browns fan. You guys suck, you know. But I don't really, right. I don't really think that. <laughs> I don't really care. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. It is one of those things. <laughs> it is one of those things, man. Yeah. And uh, I chuckle at it too with an I don't care about yeah. ultimately all the things because well, because re- that's survive. You got to, or you this world yeah. will drive you insane. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not mind. It's not really mine to to attempt to control. You know, so I mean, mm-hmm. and there's a story. You know, if the, hi- the the record of history shows like, um, you know, we are all here just for a, the blip. Of, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, there's all the stuff that happens, happens over and over again, mm-hmm. and it's so surprise. It's so severe and so surprising to you mm-hmm. when it's just you and your own 
in your own sort of microcosm view of you, you know, like, mm. I broke a nail, right? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. somebody could trip and lose it, pull over and yeah. cry, you know what I mean? But like to them, and it's like, it's a, you can't discount that it's as you know, serious as hell to them, but you just mm -hmm. go, Meh. it's a shame sort of you're not seeing all of us, all of it, you mm -hmm. know? These things have been happening throughout time. Um, back to football. Well, back to PA and, and starting music. Oh, because I, I was going to say, I do like, uh, I like the Patriots because Tom Brady's, oh. I like watching Giselle happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's I'm a like, good reason. Yeah, I'm like Dude. on the year she's happy. Yeah, man, when like he does a good thing. I mean, I like to see people getting. Uh, I mean, that's that's a cool thing. That's a cool thing to get. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as a guy, I get to watch a guy. Like, seemingly, his dreams is like just locking in, just like flat out locking in. He's putting the work in. He's putting the work in. You know, he's got the he's got the God given natural talent and the gifts, but he's putting the work in to sustain and create the outcome. He's prepared for the eventuality. He's ready when, you know, opportunity knocks. But, uh, you know, you know, close that down. Grab that girl from the magazine. It's like, wow, who's that? Mm -hmm. Who's that? And yeah. like, I can go make that. I can go make that a reality in my life. And I'm like, man, that's tight. And then, you know, that's beautiful. That's a cool thing. Um, yeah. So I watch his team. You know what okay. I mean? Because I'm like, just whatever. Like, yeah, look, he does. Yeah. And then they go up to the stands and show the owner's box and she's jumping. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's totally great. Making somebody jump, you know, somebody invested in your interest to the point that they're super joyful about your wins, about your mm -hmm. happy days, you know? Yeah. That's tight. You know what I mean? So um, that's hard to find. Well, it's hard. To, it's hard. It's supposed to be. I think it's like it's, I think it's hard to sustain. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard to it's a hard ask. Right. It's a hard ask. To ask and somebody to be happy for you? No, to ask somebody to ride your ride. Uh -huh. Like, um, but. Do you ride each other's ride? Yeah. And then take turns celebrating each other. But, but that's even but hard then to you find. That's, yeah, but that's a very hard thing to do while you're pursuing your other thing. Right. You know what I mean? Unless the other person has another thing that is also taking up an equal space in their life and then you can coalesce in the middle. But that's like an ideal. I guess. It's, it's an ideal or yeah. you could be like um it could just be like um you know i mean i could we could go down that thing but i, I know we're on tape or whatever so i don't want this to live forever but exactly you gotta be careful <laughs> tell, yeah like jeffrey a, be careful try bro. Tell it for real, but like, <laughs> like, it'll be the voice yeah. of a generation years yeah, from yeah. now but yeah, like, but you, know, you might be a voice of a generation yet but uh you know i'm thinking like you know if you you know if you can if your world if your world provides enough for, for the other party i mean i've been on tour before where you know, I mean, I've been in, in, in different, you know, gig relationships where somebody's like, that's cool because I want to take pictures of the world. Like, uh -huh. I'm into photography. Oh, so somebody will go on the road yeah, with you, know what I mean? like, like a oh, girlfriend. Yeah, or so I'm like, well, not, all, not, 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 not like a constant, but if that happens where like, oh, neat, because my interest is, yeah. is taking pictures of random things and your life changes nightly. Right. Your geography changes nightly. So you met a photographer. I did not meet. I'm saying like this would be, I, I, I don't have any of these things that I'm talking about. You don't? I don't possess any of these None things. None of them. I'm talking about the things that work. I'm talking about the things that will work. Like, right. um, you know, like, so Elton John, you know, the blue dream baby, the seamstress for the band. Like mm -hmm. she, she needs people who need bell bottomy, patchy, you know, black crowsy clothes that like yeah. you can't get at the store yeah. so she's like i love to do that and you guys need to look ragged so yeah. they come together you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh now you're just describing almost famous 
Yeah, or like, or like, 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 so I don't know. Like, if, like from an onlooker, you know, Willie's women like take pictures. Willie like his pictures up. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like McCartney, Linda McCartney. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, right. Um, yeah. Do you have a girlfriend no. or any any relationship? I got I got multiple. I got I got the the love of my audience. Mm-hmm. Which camera? <laughs> yeah, right there. I got the love of my audience <laughs> and my listenership, and they will. You know, they have provided um, uh, so many of my, the joys in my life. Yo, I got that yeah. relationship. Yeah, and um, you know, um, the relationships that I'm lucky enough to experience have strangely enough been off spins of that. Yeah, of that people pool. Right. You know, to be like, yo. I need to come follow your shows. And I'll go, hey, man, I'm seeing you a lot. Right. Who are you? Like, I'm seeing you a bunch. You're trying to, you're trying to get seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll get together based on that. But, you know, so, but, you know, they find that, uh, I think maybe I'm, I'm experiencing people whose pursuit is to try to be like, I'm going to become your new focus. And I'm like, you ain't never going to get me from music. Right. You ain't not, I mean, you're just like, so that's going to suck for you when you find out yeah i'm i'm gonna take the gig yeah you know so that 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 thing where it's like you know when somebody is on the west coast following their thing and they're having a celebration they're having a moment in their life and the other partner is on the is in italy having a thing they're receiving their achievement award Uh and say hers is happening on the west coast in la she's a they're gonna drink they're gonna toast with someone Uh uh-huh I don't, not me, because I don't drink. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna celebrate <laughs> with a person, and it won't be you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and hard to trust. You're saying it's hard to trust. It's not hard to trust. It's hard to expect. And I don't look at it like matters of trust because I don't look at it as the victimized. Yeah. I think people who fear or have issues with trust are the people who expect that they're gonna get duped or done. Uh-huh. That's like this. That's the cautious and issues of trust person. Yeah, but it can happen if you invest your heart in someone. Like if you really invest in someone and really open yourself up. If you stay at arm's reach, then yeah, you can ride like that. Like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, you can't kind of, you can't really hurt me because I'm not really invested. Then it's easy to say that. That's true. But that's if the, you really go here's the deal. in, if you here's really the deal. like, then here's the, here's the thing, then though. somebody can really fuck here's with you. Here's the thing, though, bro. Here's the best part about that: the initial. You just like you walked up to the scene. You walked up to the scene like mm-hmm. any good detective, and you went with the mo. You went with the first. Here's the read. But I'm not saying that a, that a guy's going in. Oh, I'm oh, just, okay. I'm just saying, you know, uh, I'm not going in um, with the holding some back. Right. You know, you can go all in. Right. And take the burn. Yeah. Because. You know, the only fruit of, the only love, the only joy of that is to go all in. If you go all in, that's cool. And, you, and you, you know, nobody's going to take nothing from you because it's the giving that that you're doing it for, not the giving it back. Like, I give it so you give it back. No. I mean, you just give it because it's good for, your, for yourself to be all up in love. Yeah. Uh, love is a gift you give yourself. Yeah. If you can go all the way up in it, you're going to feel amazing every day. Yeah. So, if somebody does all the things that you're fearing cheats you know lies betrays that's cool because they got to live their birth to death Mm -hmm. and that's cool they had to do what they had to do um it feels a way you get a knock you get a hit but like you don't go man what they did to me you go man they allowed me to love up on them 
until you know until they came to on you know everything is like you know the journey the journey you know the valley the, the top the valley that every time like you come to a new top you look and survey and you'll make a decision these decisions are being made all the time you make a decision and you go i can't be in all of them i was in a good portion of them i was in a good portion of decisions that they made mm -hmm. and then they you know something better for the moment or for that left turn like going down that turn they were equipped to grab onto the next limb and that takes them to another place mm -hmm. another place that they wanted to go without consulting me but that's okay too because you know i i would have been a limit to that. If they had, yeah if they had if they had consulted me on that i probably for my own interest would have tried to talk them out of going there mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm not saying it caused it would like i mean yeah you do that if you can foresee that it's going to lead them to some harm but you don't do that out of your own necessity to keep them if it's going if you can ultimately see it's going to lead them to a, a higher level of joy mm. you go well i don't yeah i just you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do what you do thanks for the call but i mean i'm not gonna try to influence you this way or that way do you want to have kids or anything like that? Or oh, you... God, no. No? No. I no? don't have the knack. No? I don't have that thing. No part of you wants to, like, have a family or anything like that? No. No, no you're so clear on that. I'm completely clear on that. <laughs> you're good. I'm so clear on that because, like... You, you, like, you don't, like, hear about other people talking about their kids, this, that, the other, and go, like, man, am oh, I missing God, out no. on something? No. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the deal. Um... <laughs> like you're like you could say like here's the, i'm just not that white i'm just not open like you oh i'm missing out on that you could probably say that all the time you know if you and me went if you and me went to a diner mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go oh man i could have got that mm -hmm. what comes to your plate you know what i mean you should write a book on philosophy <laughs> like, man you picked what you picked <laughs> you picked what you picked and i picked what i picked and i'm like i don't want to sample that mm -hmm. if, I, if i wanted that i'd get it like so it, it arriving and yeah, i'm not much of a let's swap samples i'm more like exactly. let me have my own meal exactly so but I, I mean i will so i, I will see, swap samples but so i see other people's i see the joy <laughs> that their kids are bringing them and stuff i'm like I, I know better i know who i i, I knew i knew who I, I was so long i'm such an old kid you know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, I knew who I was like for so long. Do you ever get lonely? Anything like that? I don't get lonely. Isn't that weird? Well, I don't get lonely. After talking to you for what, however long we've been talking to you, I don't feel it's that weird. It doesn't surprise me that you say that. Yeah, I don't get lonely. <laughs> Here's the thing, Joseph, Joseph. I don't get lonely because <laughs> I don't get lonely because I'm having. I have. I'm. I'm. I'm never. I'm. A, I'm. I'm accompanying myself. Yeah, like well, in a way, good. like I, I literally like I talk, I'm talking to myself mm -hmm. in my life. I'm talking to you now, right? But I'm, I mean, but the talk, the internal talk, never stops. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like sometimes you know when you get around people and they're talking some, some, I don't know you yet, mm -hmm. and they're all like in the weird preliminary speak. Mm -hmm. I'm almost like, let me go back to me. Let me go back to just have it. Don't talk. Don't say random dumb things. Because you're uncomfortable. But you never get lonely, like at night, like uh, like a little bored, whatever. Social media is not fun for now, <laughs> like anything like that. You never get bored, never. I don't get bored. Damn. I don't get bored, and I don't get lonely. Wow. Um, because I think um, I think lonely is a matter of. I think lonely is that um, in a like, lonely is like in another person. Uh, can I bloom? 
Like lonely. I know. Well, I'm just That's saying. That's a good line for a song, dude. Like when, when lonely pe- is in another person, can I bloom? Yeah. Well. Well, like when when people you call write when that people song. call me when people call I'm me write that song. when people who are lonely call me because they know I'm up all night. Uh huh. Their mo of their loneliness is that there's no one. Lonely in another person, can I bloom? I don't know what we said, but you got on tape. Get it right. I don't know what it was, but I mean, the people that call when they're lonely That's are like great. they're like missing. They're like <laughs> <laughs> copyright. I'm right. Yeah, exactly. You can totally you can yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Another, I'm right. I'm really writing that down. But like lonely <laughs> in another person can have. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think I said only though. It's not lonely in another person. I know. Okay. You like o- it? The, only in an, only. Well, I can, that's a rhyme scheme, yeah. man. I'm gonna yeah. go with only in the next line. Yeah, because <laughs> I think they're. I think they're thinking like I think they're thinking like um, the worth of their existence will only matter if someone else is there telling them. Lonely so. and another person can I bloom only is another day. Oh, it's right. gone. Uh, it's yeah, gone yeah. too soon. Dude, that's all yours. <laughs> you don't like yeah, that? Yeah. No. Oh my god. <laughs> but that's cool. I'm easy to please. Yeah, I don't have to like it. You, you're the only one who has to like it. That's yeah. the, that's the best part about it. But um. Uh, yeah, so I think it's like if I if if I was waiting for someone to sort of affirm my my stuff, I'd be lonely because I wasn't getting it mm-hmm. from somebody else. But I don't, I, you know, I don't really need to get it from anybody else. At night, I do have the things that I enjoy doing. I want to I want to play my gigs enough to keep my cable on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to watch movies and uh, get all my reading from someone acting out a movie. I'll, I've read. Uh, by way of uh, it being played by Anthony Hopkins, you know, and you just go, oh my God, that's that's the most beautiful poetic thing happening. But I, I wouldn't read it. It'd be, it'd be my voice, mm-hmm. and I'd grow bored with <clears throat> reading without inflection. How about you know how, what I mean? It's just like the... words, words, the next word, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't put the color to it. Right. So I mean, I like. It's not as if I'm you off. like movies and theater. Yeah, I'm not off books, but it, it would. I I, do, I won't put the character into them. I won't give the dance to the type on the page, and I think that's really half the the beauty of it. You know, if you just read some, I don't know. I, I, it's not my area to say, but if I was reading some Shakespeare and I just read it flat, it's like what the fuck. You know, someone would have to get in there, embody the words, and deliver them with the emotion that they're that's written on the page i just i was always had trouble like with um um unless i'm singing i don't want to hear it i got you i, don't, I mean we're doing this thing but i'm generally very quiet books um, on tape yeah uh that some yeah that, that would be cool um but again these are things where you know i spend so many times behind the wheel i'm driving yeah, come right. on come on through so, <laughs> So you don't drink? I don't drink. Do you drink? I drink. Yeah. I drink. I drink. Um, I, I celebrate. I drink. I have. Do you I, drink every night? Um, if they're putting it out. Yeah. I I'll have what's put out. Yeah. But I mean, I don't avoid. I don't avoid any of the riches. Uh, any of the experiences, really. I mean, uh, any of these pleasures. Right. That are avi- are provided. Um, I'll have them. Um, I don't align or assign myself with anything, though. Um, meaning. Have you ever had any fallout from drinking or anything like that? Do you have any issue with it? Because I have issues with it. Like I drink, I tend to like keep drinking. I don't. Oh I, no! I have a hard like stop. Oh, I, well, I have like, a hard time stopping once I start. That's why. Yeah. Well, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't ever want to. Like, see, I think. Um, I drink like in a celebratory way. Um, 
um, so I drink when when things are fun. I drink when things I drink for things to be up. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I know a lot of people like this poet faction who drink to go dark. They drink to go. They do they do their things to go into the depths of things. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's oh dude. I, I'm a, well, I want to do like I don't want to I I don't want to do anything where I'm not running it. So mm. so I didn't do drugs because I wouldn't relinquish. Mm. You know what I mean? They happen. The 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 uh, the opportunity to to find out about those things happen in your adolescence. If you're a kid like me and you grow up and you know you you're into rock and roll and stuff, mm-hmm. these things happen pretty early. Uh, the opportunities and the availabilities appear mm. of a way of rock and roll and the peep and the gang, the, the clique you're hanging with, you know. Mm. Um, but um, so you experiment and you find out very quickly, you know. Um, hey, that's not going to work out for me, mm. you know. Some guy named Harry Bennett, bless your heart, his mother got eighth graders a keg of beer to celebrate them graduating and then going into ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So we were in Harry Bennett's basement and we're all like, you know, sitting around drinking from a keg of beer that's like, wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, like, you know, you just go, I don't know, how, we're eighth graders. We don't know what, we don't know how far, we don't know how, how we don't know when this ends for you. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like who had a beer before i didn't have a beer before you have a beer i was just drinking them listening to records in the basement and then um when you get sick in some biker dude's custom van because you're just like whoa something hit me i'm staggering i'm losing it like, yeah and you throw up all over some guy's custom van because it got cold to you because mm-hmm. you're an eighth grader and you're drunk and you share at some grown-ups party and you throw up in the back of that guy's custom van his pride and joy and he kicks your ass for a month mm-hmm. every time he spots you you say, I'm done. I won't do that. I'm not drinking anymore. So in eighth grade, you go, I don't drink to the point where uh, I'm going to become uh, a burden to myself or to anyone else. If I need somebody to walk me. <clears throat> yeah, but some people don't have self-control to- with drinking, Jeffrey. That's like, that's if people have the, that. So you're gifted if you can control it or like you just don't have an issue with it. But a lot yeah. of people can't do it. They can't make a decision and just do it. Oh, you got it. it it's beyond. Ah. The, it's beyond. It's like yeah. the first step of AA. Admit, uh, like I'm powerless over alcohol. Like, oh, right, you know, like right. come to believe or something. I forget what it is exactly word right. for word, but it's powerlessness over alcohol. So that's the first thing you have to accept. And therefore, what, once you accept that, you know, a lot of people don't believe other people are powerless over alcohol, but a lot of us are powerless over it. Like once we start right. drinking the drinking takes over the drink has another drink the drink has another drink you know what i mean it's yeah. like you're not having another drink anymore it's the drink that keeps having more and more drinks That's hilarious wow yeah so i mean mostly yeah I'm, when i say drink i'm having champagne or whatever or cava or prosecco cava yeah there's a cava bar right up the street yeah i'm having like i'm having like you have know, you ever had i'm co- having rosé you know but, what i mean so it's like but cava is not alcohol <laughs> well it's got a it's got a it I creates could drink the cava. thing it creates the oomph in you like a giggle it, it does create a giggle yeah you want to have kava after the podcast there's one right up the street okay there's you know, a, it's a, a lot of kava it's a it's that. a half block away yeah, i'm drinking like that i'm drinking like it yeah. runs out you know yeah. what i mean so it's like before anybody has a problem right somebody walks in you know they, they're like look at man yeah yeah i got to, i got this bottle i got this you know 75 yeah. dollar bottle of champagne what about psychedelic? we're done what about psychedelics? You know what I mean? like, that's the one we're having you take psychedelics <laughs> no i don't Never? No. 
Mm. I don't even know like psychedelics. What the hell, what are you uh, like mushrooms, no. microdose, anything like that? No, because Nothing. I ain't got no faith in it. No, I don't have the faith. I don't have the faith that somebody. I don't know what this is. You be hand some, you, somebody hands you something. I don't know what this is. Well, it's mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> well, well, dude, it's cocaine. What's the problem? Well, I guess what I'm saying is like most drugs, most things. I'd rather, I mean, I'd in a sense rather. I sort of go with him. I'd almost rather do some sort of pharmaceutical thing. Right. And I'm going, oh, okay, that was made. Oh, you trust those guys? That was in a lab at yeah. least. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't trust that right. shit. Like, that was a lab mm. deal. And it's got yeah. a little cool little logo and an Andy Warhol. Yeah. I'm looking at it like, it's kind of good looking, this yeah. little capsule or whatever. That's pretty. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, you know, I'm not in the hippie. I, I'm not going to pick who's doing those. Come on. Uh, I'm not in that, that scene. Um, Mushrooms it, aren't just for hippies anymore, That's Jeff. true. Do people call you Jeff or Jeffrey? They call me. They don't call me by my name much at all. What do they call you? Um, but they Jeff is what I what I prefer. Oh, I'll start calling you Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Because uh, Jeffrey, Ga like yeah, Jeffrey Gaines. That's, that's a the, lot. That's the stage name. That's a lot. I mean, but I'm uh, Joseph Arthur, and I like it when people call me Joe. Didn't know. I was. Yeah. People call you Arthur ever? Sometimes, which I find a little weird. Because you find that even, weird. Well, because it is, it is my last name. <laughs> like, right. It's your you know, last name. But, but it's people a, sometimes use it like it's my it's first, first name. name right. Just because it happens to be a it first be a, name. Yeah. Right. But it's like, to me, I you got to understand, I hear it as if I was sitting here, what's up, Gaines? And that's my like, whole, that's, 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 I've been that a long time. People call you Gaines? Yeah, my dirt bike friends call How about them Gaines, Gaines? Like, if my, you were a weightlifter, people would be like, what about them Gaines, yeah. Gaines? Because people Have talk. Have you ever fucked? Listen to this, man. <laughs> you ever, like, your record, your record comes out or something, and some journalist guy writes a story, and, like, something about, he puns off Gaines? Like if uh, well, blah, blah, blah. give me an example. I can't, but I'm like, uh, well, I just, uh, I just so -so. did. Everybody, I just, gave, I just gave the ultimate fucking yeah, I'm not, gains I'm pun because yeah, but you it's know, one of those. Like now, be... modern day weightlifters, they say, how about them gains? Like when you have big muscles, yes. big muscles are yes. like you could do a whole like album where it's like <laughs> you and like muscles and like how about them gains? Jeffrey I probably Gaines. shouldn't. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't, <laughs> but it would be hysterical if right. you did. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Drugs don't occur. Drugs don't really show up that much in my life. A lot of the girls I know smoke a lot of pot and mm -hmm. stuff. You smoke the weed? No, I don't smoke the weed. I'm staying. I don't like. Uh, I don't. I, I don't smoke the weed. I don't uh, smoke this, much weed either anymore. I don't smoke the weed, and the same reason I didn't smoke the cigarettes is that um, 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 my voice was my mm. thing. Like I just want to sing. You know, I don't want to sing. I don't want to change the keys. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like, because everybody I know that smoked, you know, they were like, you know. They were little, they were lily, skinny little Brits mm -hmm. who wanted to lower their voice and they like, I'm going to start smoking mm -hmm. so I could sound like a black soul man. I'm like, fucking sound like that already. Mm -hmm. like, I got that. So I don't need to, I don't need to, I don't need to get rasp, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need to do this thing. I'll just, I'll just F it up, you know? Mm. So, um, I started smoking when I was a kid. I started young. They were around, your parents oh, must Ohio. have done or something? Yeah. Like my mom smoked here and there, right. and, you know, but like, uh. Yeah, I don't know, just neighborhood kids too. It's just it was just around. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they were totally around. There was a there was a thing to do, but yeah. Yeah, what's Philly like? Philly, what, what's, um, your, what's what's a day in the life like for you? What do you do? You get up? Like, how often do you gig? Um, I don't, I, I, I like I don't know, not that much. It's not, not that much lately. It's not the '90s anymore, so I'm not like on like on um, permanent tour. I'm not on permanent tour. Yeah, me neither. And so I play. Um, I want to get back on a permanent tour. 
You know, the only way I can get back, I can only way I can get back on a permanent tour is be an opener for somebody on a permanent tour. Mm -hmm. I mean, I personally probably couldn't do. The the venues don't get small enough through the mid, through the middle of the America, mm -hmm. to 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 make the to make it cost efficient. Right. But you know, if you um, if you could do. 40 minutes in front of somebody already touring mm -hmm. and just follow their and just like they've already got everything booked the whole year's booked and mm -hmm. you're like oh cool and i'll just do 40 in front of you and then you cross the nation and you can do your thing and then you can be on tour but um you know very rarely uh are people providing entire tours you get a leg mm -hmm. you get a thing you get a run or whatever they, you know six you can you can do you get six of them Mm -hmm. Or on the East Coast or whatever, you know. So you do them like that. But, I mean, for me, all I need at this point uh, is to play enough to, to keep the wheels rolling. Mm -hmm. Do so, you ever get fear about that or no fear? I think I'll make my – I think I'll uh, I think I'll play. I don't get fear about that because I don't really – I'm not a guy thinking in terms of a lot of longevity. Mm -hmm. um, what are you thinking in terms of just – Month to month type of shit. Oh yeah, I just don't think I'm gonna. I, I think I'll be able to. I guess what I'm saying is, not it's not a morbid thing. Mm -hmm. It's not a casting a, a vibe on my. Yeah. But I, I think I'll be able to play till I die. You know. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll live too. I don't think I'm gonna live that long. So I'm like, oh, I, it looks like I'm gonna make it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so it won't be. Why like, do you think you're gonna live long? I think. Um, I think living long. I think I think I think I think answering the answering it, then you're released. I think you you answer it and you don't. Have to, it's like it's like a it's like a. You answer know, what? The, the you know or solving the the Rubik's cube of it. Oh, so you feel like you've solved it? No, I think I probably I think I'm gonna run out of. Uh, I think I'll figure it and be like, oh, cool, and you can come up. Oh, okay. Or you can come wherever. Like you're done. Oh. Struggle, you know, struggle at it, sort of figure, figure, need it, need it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know. Most people get to where you are through psychedelics. <laughs> it's ironic. That's the end result. <laughs> I think that's right. You know what's cool? Yeah. So, like, why do drugs? Why would I you spend? You don't fucking need them, Why would friend? I spend the I'm money? Yeah, why would you, I spend the loot? You don't right? need them. You yeah. don't need, you're, you, you already are tripping. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that in a compliment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. So, <laughs> in, in, but you know, so it's like I'm, I play. Um, I mean, JeffreyGaines.com. I go to to see where I'm getting booked. Booking's done out of New York management and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. they're always putting gigs together, and I just need enough to, uh, you know, I just want you know keep the wheels rolling. Yeah. You know, economically, feeling financially, or whatever. But I don't really uh, go to the well too hard. Yeah. You know, I don't you know ask too much from it. Right. You know, um, it provides me a living. It provides me, well, again, my primary joy. Uh, and um, if I, I've been able, I've done that uh, the entire time from leaving my parents' house to now. Um, with music. Yeah, with music and with the liberty to also, you know, just walk around art museums and hang out with people, uh, spend time uh in the windows where other people could not be available mm -hmm. you know like say yeah i mean I'm, like i said a lot of people you can call me at night where like you'd be like all my friends are sleeping because of the career dictates they can't be up for me right now mm -hmm. um uh so i'm able to be free enough to 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 be available to adventures yeah you know and um that's really what it, that, that those things are what it's about to me so um am i playing a lot 
if I had some sort of campaign to become someone who plays a lot like I mean what's driving that right like you know what I mean there would be nothing driving that other than um, some Mount Olympus in my mind like we remember when they asked you know, when Donna was new and they're like what do you want to do <coughs> right like it's never ever been in my nature to go I, I, to look at it I want to rule the world not rule the like world she said but, some create, shit like that. but create a like, life of that's odd. of stress-free abundance or stress-free underabundance right like, stress-free <laughs> is the point yeah. Right. Yeah. So abundance is just like a touche, my friend. Abundance. <laughs> like, like you're you're not wrong. Who needs that? Like <laughs> abundance. I mean, or just like I'm good. <laughs> right. Know? Right. Yeah. Right. Did you have more ambition when you were younger, or is that no? Something? No, you just never have. No, I'm not about ambition. Hmm. What's um, your birth sign? Um, August 25th, of Virgo. Oh, okay. But I'm, I got no ambition right. in the ways of. Of any of that, um, mm. I, I ran track and stuff when I was, but I enjoyed the just the pace and the rhythm and the fun, mm -hmm. the crushing and and the ambition like wasn't there. I just was enjoying it, mm -hmm. and then, but I'm I'm not going to define myself as this. I was an a, kind of a outlier uh, dude at school and mm -hmm. on teams and things. I mean, that was the only thing I did a little bit, you know. And uh, but I didn't, uh, you know, I'm done with that now. You know what I mean? So, but right. music is the only constant. And that was the, that was one of the things that made sense to pick that uh, you weren't your band was just different than the other bands. It wasn't like there was not there was not like, uh, you know, it's all subjective. You know, I make a record it it has to I have to like it. Mm -hmm. um, other people liking it. I totally not my I don't know what they'll do. Right. I don't know. But I can't be concerned. I can't be concerning myself with that in here. I just got to be conceptualizing my own sort of thing, make the music and the sound and the record I want to make and, and, and be like, that's great to me. And uh, if you get somebody who, who um, can find a business angle for them and, and fund these projects of yeah. mine, then great. But I mean, um, even getting into music in my first record was like, I played seven songs at the bitter end and I uh, got signed by doing that and it, but playing solo acoustic yeah and um it's not a it's not ambition it's just like it's your slot yeah you know and you just stand there and you sang i sang seven songs and like that'll be the record like that's great can you do that i'm like i can do that and so it's like the 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 first my debut record is like i'm looking down uh, it's not ambitious at all it's super slow everything's slow First single's a waltz. It's four minutes and 44 seconds. Not going to get it on the radio. Mm -hmm. Like Nothing's going to happen other than it's going to be, you know, liked by some people who find this to be their thing. Mm -hmm. But it's not even positioned or put to go crush a chart or do any of that. It's like, right. and the label, and all, so far all the labels I've ever been on never needed me to, to do that. They're like, well, we're not spending that on you. Like we're expecting that from this group because they're into us for they they bit off a big chunk mm. of front money or they're gonna get a tour bus <laughs> like they're gonna get a like you're good. How many records have you made? Mm, that's probably uh, maybe six. Mm. You know. Um, When's the last one? 2018. Oh, so recent. 2018, uh, Omnivore Recordings, an LA record. Uh huh. Beautiful, Chris Price. Produced it. Chris Price produced it. I used the um, uh, the Imposters. Uh, Elvis Costello's band. Yeah, 
You, yeah, Pete Thomas playing the drums. Fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. All without Davey ambition. Davey Farragut on the bass. Um, you know, J.J. Blair's studio, Hollywood Hills. You just go to a really nice home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, this guy lives in a... Every All the instruments are here already. They're his. Yeah. So you could fly your guitar. You could just go, there's probably going to be a better one there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, so, <laughs> so it's like, I, did, I, didn't take any, I didn't take any instruments. I didn't yeah, take nothing. Just I just like, I'm, I just, you know, wore this every day. I just like, I just need this. I just need me. So I went out there and. Um, How long did you record for? Um, I say we were there two, two, two weeks or something. It don't uh-huh. take long. Because, I mean, the folk, the folk rock songs. Well, you, you know? had all the songs written already? Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, like with ambition. Um, I'm not going to really. I mean, it, maybe, if, you know, if, if I was a hit machine or something, then, you know, it'd scrutinize the songs. But I don't even, I don't even do that. Mm. Like, no one's, it's not the days where, it's not like A&R wants to hear the songs. You know, they're right. like, they're like, at this level, we just, we'd like to do a record with you. So we trust you. Yeah. You know, we trust you. Um, you have to ask, I mean, you know, who's got the, who's got the hardcore radio department anymore? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. A lot of times people don't, so they're like, "We don't. We're not listening for the. We're not even going to go to Ray. We're not going to hit anybody hard. If people like it, they can play it. You know? Right? It's not stores anymore. You know. So people, you know, it's just an opportunity for you to continue doing your thing. We like. We, we dig your thing, and we're here to facilitate. It's that mm. we're not going. We're you know we're not going to let you beat us up, and you know you wouldn't anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like right. financially, it's like well, here's what we got, and can you make it with that? I'm like absolutely. You know what I mean? And so you feel good if you can get. So you go to L.A. So everybody can re- live in the home and the life they're living. Mm-hmm. These guys got to, you know, kiss the wife or walk the dog or just have their morning. Be there by 1230 or whatever in the afternoon. Just drive over, park, come in, play to five, play to six, mm-hmm. you know, Rap, go home. Go for dinner. Have their world. They could have their world. No, yeah. we were split. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's the best part about it is everybody came ready to work. Yeah. And we do like, you know, just they would work. And if they if you got hungry, the record wasn't buying us dinner. Nobody had a duck flown in from Newfoundland or mm-hmm. something or special water or request. They could do that in their own time because I'm cutting you loose at, at 5.30. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you go home and do your thing. See you tomorrow at, you know, 12.30. So it was like so cool that way. You know, mm-hmm. it was like everybody, so it only cost my hotel room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, in that daily get together, you know, it was like they already live where they live in. So they played for the joy and they got certainly got paid, but like, Everybody knows how to just recalibrate for the project they're on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they go play with Stevie Wonder the next night. I'm sure they charge different. You know? Right. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? So yeah. this is like super easy, very, very mellow. And that came out. And um, um, the artwork's a selfie. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. From the iPhone? Yeah. Boom. Uh, so I'm like, you could just make these things like that. And the fans that were <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. Yeah. Why, why even have a cover <laughs> no it's i'm not saying it's substandard or uh, i mean it's it's that's the one i like know. that i like the vibe though yeah it's like it's just because there's something about that vibe that's like i don't know when you go into a playful spirit of like there's very something very zen about everything you're talking about mm. like you know almost like I don't know, Buddhist or something, or like you know. Yeah, I know you're gonna resist me putting a label on it, probably even. No, no. But that's but cool. uh, you know, but yeah, there's something Zen about it, or there's something, uh, you know, like freeing or liberating even mm-hmm. about yeah. Just here's the album cover, it's a selfie, and that type yeah. of shit. And yeah, and it's just like not worrying too much. No, because worrying never does fucking anything. 
Yeah, worrying again. I don't think worrying. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Doesn't you're wasting do anything. your you're wasting your joy time in the worry. Yeah. about a thing that doesn't uh, come to pass anyhow. Right. You know, uh, those things don't happen. Yeah. Uh, you worry about them and they don't even show up. Right. Um, but um, but at the same time, you know, the reason for playing music is that. It was a solace. It was a place to go to that provided a joy for me. Mm. I can't speak anything beyond that. You know, if you're doing it, if you're doing it, um, if you're playing guitar, you know, 13 or whatever, and then you never take it off around a house, you're just sitting there wherever mm -hmm. you're at, blah, 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 like, you know, trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You take it with you as many places as you can and work it into your world. Right. And people go, oh my God, he's bringing the guitar. He's got the guitar. But you're just trying, I just want to learn. I'm trying to learn it. So yeah. why would I not be anywhere I could be with it? Um, so if you're doing it for nothing and then you end up getting an audience who wants you to do it and they're getting joy out of a thing that primarily would already bring me joy, mm -hmm. it's going to happen. We're going to do that as long as we, as long as we can continue to assemble, uh, I'll show up and you'll show up and we'll, we'll have a thing. Um, you know, I can't promise, you know, booking, you know, how many people can we, can you guarantee us? I'm like, it's not. We'll, I can't, I'm not going to tell you that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, that, just, not, that immediately takes the joy out of it. I, I like, you know. I just tell them, yeah, I can't tell you that. Yeah. So I had one time a promoter, like, it was for a gig, and they, I got a, you know, a text saying, like, hey, post this on social media because, you know, my, the peop the, my, my people are freaking out, you know, that only so, so many people have, like, texted about the gig or whatever, right. this, that, the other. And I and I just wrote back saying like, okay, I will post, but please no more fear-based texts like that. <laughs> I just wrote exactly that. I said, please no. Oh, man, I did, dude, because I was like, I was just like, please don't send any more fear-based things like that because that will, that will rob the joy of it, and it will also create the thing we're being fear-based about. Right. You know, because it's like that kind of thing. Like immediately, once people go into fear on something like that, it's like. Ah, oh, dude, it's yeah. just instantly brutal all of a sudden. Then I just immediately start dreading the thing yeah. and getting worried about like, oh no, who's going to show up? You know, that type of shit. And it's like, it's no lie. It's not fun anymore. No. You also, you know, also, yeah, it's hard to explain to them that you're not, we didn't start our businesses with the same objective. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know what you're in it for. Yeah. I can't help you with that. Right. I mean, because I know what I'm in it for. Yeah. And, you know, there's enough people to get it on. Yeah. And we're, you know, stay out of, we're, we're going to do our thing. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be as beautiful. I'm going to play the whole duration and the whole thing. Nothing spoiled. Mm. Maybe you're not as happy. But, like, again, you got tomorrow. Yeah. You got tomorrow to have the jam band come in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The Grateful Dead jam band is going to pack it out. They're going to be around the building, you know? Yeah. So just knock it out tomorrow. Right. This is a smaller music. Yeah. This is a smaller thing in the first place. I mean, I'm writing these songs. You know, you write these songs for like, you know, I'm thinking about as big as Born to Run is. Uh huh. The point of the song when he goes, Come on, Wendy. You know, he's talking to one person. Right. And he's like, I don't care if it became a glow, if it became all of your song. Yeah. Well, he right? was specifically going for that, though. Like, he's even, I've read in interviews where he's like, I was specifically trying to make, like, he did. the greatest rock and roll record of he all did. time. He did. He, he was did go great he things. was going for that. He did great things. He's, Shh, yeah. Don't, but, don't, don't, 
yeah, but like you know, <laughs> Bruce is a good example. So he had a lot of ambition, and I like I personally, I do. I also have a lot of ambition. I don't necessarily think ambition is a bad thing, but I do think it's great if you can transcend ambition because it makes them for a more fearless space and like mm -hmm. what you said stress-free you know the the point isn't the abundance the point is the stress-free and yeah. so so yeah it's, so it's, i think ambition it's in the phrasing can, can that that's yeah. first yeah, yeah. <laughs> right right but um yeah you know, bruce forgot about it um yeah i think all these things also do come back to your to your all these things that you'll end up having in your personality come back to your predicament mm -hmm. your physical experience Mm -hmm. You're, you know, the world, the way you ripple the world in your, in your adolescence. Mm -hmm. um, I think a guy might have, say, more to prove uh, when they're doubted more. Mm. More ambition might come from um, Steve Marriott. Like a bigger voice comes out of the, a little guy's gotta, I got to, I'm going to stand tall. Mm -hmm. you know so you, mean? were you not doubted? No, I feel bad. I feel like I, I feel very, in a sense... I think a lot of people you were, are. You were you weren't doubted. I think a lot of music people are driven by uh, Paul. You know, oh, uh, we had a podcast about it today, actually, yeah, right. about the, just that. Yeah, that this stuff comes from, <clears throat> you know, a lot of sometimes childhood trauma and 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 needing love that you don't quite get that that type of shit. Yeah. So I think or you're even, right. So we're, or even the doubted, you know, like well, the doubted is true too. But that, a lot that's of part, power. That's part and parcel of that. So it, much power <laughs> in like somebody saying i want to i want, like somebody picking up a guitar something and i want to get a band and everybody everyone mm -hmm. you'll that you, you can't do that you'll never do that you know what mm -hmm. i mean those people are going to be they're not quitting yeah they're not quitting until they show you right you know but if you again with a guy so like you me didn't a guy like that. me singing all the time everybody expects it yeah everybody's like hey i'm gonna go be a singer absolutely you are right i'm sure you will be right i'm sick of you singing you sing everything and everywhere Right. Oh, so you were singing from when you were a kid yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah. So I'm like, they're like, that's the only thing. And your, your family supported your desire. Um. Again, my my family was um, my family was not really one of those like, did they support it? We didn't have a discussion. No. No. We didn't have to have that discussion. What did your parents do? Um. My dad laid carpet. He's a carpet layer. He did uh -huh. uh, his own small business. Raised the family. Married uh, my mom. She didn't work. She was a housewife, uh, you know, raised the kids, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, he brings home the money. They work it out. They pay the bills. They raise us. We, I thought, in a sense, sort of raised ourselves, you know what I mean? Mm. They're super cool. My parents were very cool people to the point of, like, uh, you know, don't call it. Don't, my mom's like, don't call me mom. I learned very quick. You know, like, <laughs> like, she didn't want to be called mom. Like, so my relationship with her is oh, like. that's, that's funny. She's Jane. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's a real cool lady named Jane. That's cool. So she's like, I, isn't that cool or no? Other super cool. Yeah. Because she's like, uh, well, supports your individuation. Yeah. She's like, uh, if you call me mom, that's a job title, and then I can be right or wrong at that. Like I'm, uh, you know, don't have those. Don't 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 put mom on me. Well, I see where I see where you get your uh, your philo philosophical spark now. When I when you tell me that story, I'm like, okay. So that makes sense. So <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, that's not a typical mom thing to say. Most most parents lean into that power structure. Oh, we didn't have that. Yeah. We didn't have that at all. Yeah. So um, I didn't have that at all. Um, so when I, you know when I'm when I'm making music, it's like uh, I think the rules. Maybe if there were any rules, don't call me from jail. You know, it's my parental rules. Like if you if you do some stuff, 
in the street with your little bike gang to get in jail, don't call here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you just learn to watch your ass and just main, you govern and run and manage your affairs. Was your so, dad equally liberal with the whole, like, don't call me dad? Was Did he have that similar yeah. vibe? Yeah, he's just like, yeah. I mean, he was. he's also, um, I think all the men in my experience, um, my grandfather that I had access to, I think the other, you know, on the other side was, you know, passed away, but I still only met my mother's father uh -huh. and, and mother. And I, 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 the interaction with them is, you know, my, my, my grandfather, you know, was into uh, show jumping and equestrian horses and he's doing that. He rode horses and jumped them in shows? Yeah, but like mostly like, you know, yeah. You know, so he's living at That's these- That's where? In the Virginias, oh. like different places throughout my life in the Virginias. But um, so, He'd be living on a huge, on a huge, either bigger house than us, mm -hmm. bigger world than us. You go there, uh, gravel road, gravel road, pasture, pastures, horses, horses. So his house was the only one I saw, but like a, clearly there was a bigger house somewhere else. And he's like, there's the caretaker for the estate and taking care of these rich people's houses and, and, and or horses. So, but you know, like somebody's gonna be like, oh, I got all this money, I wanna get into some culture, I wanna learn how to, I wanna buy horses. Right. But I need somebody who knows what the, what I'm looking for, what I what to get. And, he and so Melvin, my, my grandfather was that guy. I see. So what it is, is like what I understand from men was, were um, they were in their primary interest. So when I'd go as a little kid to see my grandfather, he's at the horse world. He's in at, his primary he's, interest. He's in doing that. and. He's just giving instructions on how not to get kicked and yeah, get out of, you know. So yeah. kids are like nuisance. Kids are like, you don't get it yet, stay away. Everything's very expensive, don't touch it. Right. So you just go, wow, he's busy. So my dad, in a sense, my dad's like, he's busy. You know what I mean? He's working, he's into his mm -hmm. thing, he's into his world. And when he comes home, he's got his cadence and his thing and we just live here. Mm -hmm. It's a, you know, it's like so now I see parenting. I see people now, and they're like about their time with their kids, and they're about these things, and the focus of like the the dad nurturing. Listen, my dad's just being a man. He's mm -hmm. doing his man seventies stuff, mm -hmm. which was his fifties stuff, which was his sixties stuff, mm -hmm. which was you know what I mean. It's like kids come of the passion, kids come of the scenery, but he's like, I don't know that he read that book mm. on like, <clears throat> you know, how do I, yeah, so. Again, my brother, eight years older than me, you know, my dad learned that lesson. He's like, uh, uh, all my macho shit's not going to play. I got a gay son. Mm. Done. You know? <laughs> well, uh, you know. Uh, by the time I come around, eight years later, he's like, ah, just, you know, yeah. you're cool. What do you need? Yeah. Need some money? Right. Need a car? Right on. Need a guitar? Yeah. Need a dirt bike? I just hit him up. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like... Hey man, I need a motocross bike. It's it costs this. He's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go do wheelies. Wow. And then like wheelies turned to like I need a guitar. And, like, my sister played the bass. She had a great baby blue Fender. Yeah. P bass, but she like was like trendy, so she like wanted to have a bass for a weekend. Yeah. And the stuff is just sitting around the house. You know what I mean? So I got like you know a bass little, and a guitar. Princeton amp and you know a bass. I'm like playing that first. You know. Yeah. And then I'm. Going, I started on bass too. I heard about this. I yeah. bet you like really knew. Yeah, play. I, pl I played yeah. the hell out of it with all that ambition <laughs> right, and, needing, right. and needing to prove shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned how to slap and pop my way into proving wow. shit. Yeah. I just played mine until, you know, I yeah. traded in for a guitar. You know yeah. Because it was like, I want to be, you know, it's like the new wave era. You know, I, I got to start singing. I got to be up front. When, when did you write your first song? Mm. Mm. 
it's probably uh, maybe 80, 80, 82, 83. Huh. How old were you? I can't put it together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Teens? Teens? Yeah. Um, Mid-teen type yeah. of shit, 15 kind of thing? Yeah. And Born in 65, so oh, anybody okay. who could do the math put that together when I was, what, I was in 81, but... uh. I don't recall, but like I wrote, like I wrote songs, and um, you know, I think the point, 17. the point for me was, um, in writing songs, you know, they they were so many like I wrote so many like these run-on sentencey feel things. You're just going with your feel, and um, you know, say if somebody was writing, you know, I heard this McCartney, everything starts out a melody and a shape of a word, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like just uh, it sounds like it's going to be this word, like yeah. you get the vowel. You pick your vowel, you make your mouth and go, probably sings better with a O than a ah. Right. You know what I mean? So like you start doing that and you're like, and I would write them kind of just imaginary, like just run on sentence. You didn't have to make any sense. Yeah. Because I mean, I think the point at that point wasn't to be uh, any kind of communicator or listen to me. Mm-hmm. It was more like, you know, the band, you know, we need some songs and people are just dance or pogoing around to stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I don't think they're looking to us to answer questions or solve anything. Right. You know what I mean? So, so you know, a song that I would write would just be like, "That's a song, and I'll remember that." Yeah. But if you look at it on paper, you're like, "This is what? Yeah. What? You know, like, what are you saying?" I'm like, "Probably nothing." Yeah. Um. Well, how how old were you when you played that gig at the Bitter End that got your first deal? Mm, so that, that, all that stuff was 25. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was late for um, yeah for the, what the industry thought. That's when I got signed. Yeah, I was twenty five. Yeah. So you know that all stuff happened um, kind of in a in a in a well seasoned nest. You know, yeah. I mean? there'd already been pretty other other previous projects that would have also been pretty cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but when I moved to Philly, uh, eighty nine or whatever, um, moved to Philly uh, from Harrisburg. I went there by myself and didn't put a band together. So. That started the whole solo gigs until I found a band. I never found a band, got signed solo before I got one. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, probably would have started another group and never would have been a singer-songwriter, troubadour-type guy. Um, As I was into Echo and a Bunny, man, I would have ended up being, I would have been uh, abstract and 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 cool. Yeah. Like, probably, you know? Yeah. That would have been my, uh, that would have been my, more my interest to play shows with Smoke and dark and silhouette and yeah you know and not talk to the audience not have a conversation mm. but be more enigmatic and just like who who are they right that would have been i would have been safer there yeah i always feel i would i've been more suited and safer there because i think i spent all my prep you know all that preparation time in those attributes those kind of qualities um so sometimes when i end up in a folk a real folk scenario um they're 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 wanting more feel more like more stuff like it was a real catharsis for you and i'm like no man i just wrote it do you know what i mean like it's not this isn't so gentle as you guys might want it you know it's not coming from a if it heals you cool but it's not a he it's not i'm not holding them like this you're not like a shaman playing no. music yeah or yeah or even like <clears throat> even the process or even the things i might go through like um Okay, you know, write some song about, you know, the significant songs about death in your family or whatever. And you just, you write them as like, just, you know, maps to healing, not mm. maps to wallow. 
You know what I mean? And then people in that situation are like, well, that's just very abrupt and get on with it. And I'm like, well, everybody's experience is different. Everybody's parents has taught you different lessons. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I can only speak for mine. Um, you ever get reviewed by somebody who's uh, wanting your record to be something they're looking for? I think so. And they're like, it didn't meet their needs. Yeah. And you're of like, course. well, that doesn't mean it's. <laughs> that's funny because that guy's out there for you. Yeah. It's, but you're reviewing my record, holding mine to your aesthetic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm absolutely. I'm pretty certain it didn't meet yours. Right. But like, you got the pen, you're going to write that whole thing. And I'm like, it wasn't too. It wasn't too please you. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like they kind of lose touch of that when they're like, oh, well. And then, then the second half of the record sort of falls off in my expectation that it. Mm -hmm. didn't do what I mean no it did exact. it did the stuff it mm -hmm. did all the stuff it's just like we're coming from you got a different bag didn't do your stuff yeah we got a, you got a different bag you know what I mean our review is not yeah. tailored to that person writing it that's well that's the thing that I want to yeah maybe we should consider who's you know that whole thing because like yeah he's got a good point you should have the artist write the review of it, their own album <coughs> or what you should say is uh what you should be able to <laughs> yeah, that's what, a good point he does should, make a good point what you should be able it, to it is the reviewer's perspective yeah, what but it, you know? <laughs> i feel none of the all the reviews are tailored to the magazine they're posted in right. to that kind of audience and it's all like it's it's just like i know but what i'm saying it's, is it's the, the game is sold already before like you know yeah. you even put your album out what they should do maybe is leave. Yeah. They should maybe leave themselves out of it a little more, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And, and yeah, but the and best music critics are just are playing to an audience like like you know Lester Bangs. He was writing to celebrate himself, right? While what using the vehicle of other people's music, and it was mm. fantastic though. Mm. I mean, it 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 is great writing, you know. So, I mean, I think the best music reviews are kind of entertaining like that, but maybe. How's this been? I don't know. I don't. I don't do this. This podcast. Yeah. Speaking it's been of fucking, rad. it's been entertaining or whatever. Yeah. Because I think to myself, like, who? Well, how, how do you think it's been? It's been great. Are we all right. I don't, I don't think we're done yet. Though. I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't really know because I'm. No, the, this the is, podcast thing is completely new to me. Okay. Man. Well, you're very interesting. Mm. Yes. You're like, uh, and you're saying things that are surprising and fun, and and also enlightening, like. You know, I don't necessarily agree with everything you're saying, but I love it. I love your perspective, <laughs> and it's refreshing. So that's my review. That's, that's cool. That's my review of mid of, of mid mid show review. That's my, <laughs> that's my mid show. I mean, we might be a little more than midway, but yeah, that's my that's my podcast review for this podcast. Excellent, good. Thanks for having me, everybody. You guys, yeah, this yeah. is cool. Yeah, this is really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's this cool. Is like a, it's a cool thing for like in a sense that you kind of maybe get to. I mean, you get to spend more time, get to meet people, well, bring them into your, you know. It, it, it's enlightening for me because also it's yeah. it's therapeutic in a level. Also, it kind of gets me out of my own head and it also gives me other perspectives and ways of seeing the world. And then I can go and like, I can then go and check my own perspective on how I'm viewing my own situation. And it relates to yours because we're both songwriters who have been doing this a while. We both like, you know, deal with, uh, you know, you know, we're neither one of us is like blown up huge, but we've both been career musicians and it's like, and we've had some success and some like leaner times and dealt with all, all the right. trials and tribulations of that. So like just hearing your perspective on how you dealt with that and how you continue to deal with it and how you keep your sanity amongst that and how, and hmm. the way your perspective, I can see how your perspective is enabling you to carry on 
And that's really the most important thing is to keep on keeping on. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like for, in that way, yeah, this podcast is really wo- is wonderful because I, you know, it, it it enables me to to receive this and then it enables other people to receive it too. You know. Yeah. Is how you do it, y'all. Yeah, this is how you do it. <laughs> You're he, Jeffrey's wrapping or Jeff's wrapping this up. You wrapping it up? You well, know? I don't know. Um, yeah, we don't have to wrap it up. Any topics? Any uh, well, I was, any internet well, what questions? What time is it? Ten. I was curious. Any fan We've questions? been going for an hour and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you did gain some success. There it is. L- like you know, <laughs> quote unquote. Dang. Because if if your bio is correct from whenever it was written, you did get to open for Tom Petty. You, you had yes. so. So even at that point, like that never phased you, or it was you were just like whatever and just do your That's thing. That's a good question. When you say phase, which how you mean? Well, like because you're like so close to like a massive like singer songwriter like Tom Petty, who's like just like a great example of a really great artist who just following his own muse. He writes simple, yes. amazing, sim- but simple songs. And if I was in that situation, I might get the idea that, hey, I, maybe I could do this, too. That might kick in some ambition. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Just like how got is, you. Yeah. You know, because then there were other big names on. Yeah, that a list. lot, a lot. It and you've been awarded and stuff and all that kind of stuff. I mean, those are great shows. Those, yeah. I mean, like um, it's with Monterey Peninsula. So, I mean, they they probably threw that together for me, mm-hmm. you know, like I had great uh, booking agencies and. uh you know, Rod McSween over in England took put took care of that, and put and just said, "Boom, you're going from your bedroom to you know 10,000 people a night on the uh, into the Great Wide Open tour." Mm-hmm. Um, but I still the thing that that holds you together is still just my context never changes. Like I walk out with a, with a solo, I got a guitar, mm-hmm. so I had this really thin body little uh, black guild prestige, sandpaper to the top finish off, so it was kind of matte. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't like reflect. It was beautiful. It's like my little unit. I mean, it was so close to my body, and it, there's only this thick, you know. But acoustic guitar. Yeah, you loved it. Amazing projection. Uh, so it was like super loud. Everybody's like, how? You know, Mike Campbell's like want to play my guitar all the time and just be like, how is the acoustic? How's that so loud? I'm like, I don't know, bro. It's just it was 700 bucks. It's really cheap. It's great. But <laughs> um, but the the job is still the same. It's like you know, those guys were like they tell me a different time every night. You get to one little truck stop clocks on your tuner you know what i mean yeah it'd be like 28 minutes 33 minutes i'm like uh-huh. i don't know how many songs that is you know what i mean right so you just keep an eye on yourself manage your time manage your commitment to the stage manager road manager you know yeah do your slot and um you know th- it was super great i just figured it's been offered and it's it's in the people's hands in the public's hands and that was a european tour and i came back to the states melissa etheridge was kind enough to uh Extend me multiple legs of her summer um, tour '92, crossed the nation, saw a lot of great venues in Canada and stuff mm. with her. Opened up for her, so met a lot of. I still to this to this day play to to those shows, the audiences that were, man. In those 30 minutes, you made a lifelong fan. I'll still be playing to people from the Melissa Etheridge tour '92. Yeah. Um, I played with yeah Tracy Chapman's a great tour for me. Um, uh, played some, you know, opened a bunch of shows for Sting. And, uh, Richard Thompson's great, you know, real just like really great people. He's name dropping, like yeah. All I mean, well, I mean, amazing artists. Yeah, they they really are. Uh, Stevie Nicks took me out. Um, you know, Stevie Nicks. Uh, we were in 2001, and um, you know, there's so many more because I'm. I think I get those gigs because I don't request a lot. 
I think uh, you know I play with the major people because like they have a stage set and they're like I don't mm -hmm. need to once we set up our stage we're not move we don't want to yeah. we don't yeah. need your solo you know, guys oh you key. got a bass player with a, a SVT yeah. cat you got too many stipulations yeah <laughs> we want the we want the audience entertained but once we set our stage we want to go to dinner yeah and not have somebody need to move stuff yeah so right. they can play or need somebody who doesn't demand a, a light shift or you know this guy can get on amuse these people 30 40 minutes and get the hell out of our lives right i think in a way like i got them those gigs because of that mm -hmm. and then later because you're good yeah. later on but like yeah, yeah i mean well, those things yeah. would kill to have those they're sustained they're sustained once but i think initially you go you might be tom petty and yeah just they're go, sustained i got no, he, so much you're stuff right. you're to right. think there's about a point pick to somebody that. no there's a point you know to it. and then but like, they gotta be but the they guy's gotta good. be good like, too. he can yeah. stay yeah oh cool i played in birmingham uh with tom petty and robert plant was watching watching me work it right you know what i mean you just go so how's he you know some a lot of people would be like how's he not tripping playing to ten thousand people just mm -hmm. solo and run and kind of conducting it right you know and i'm like because even no matter what language barrier yeah. no matter what, like france or germany or whatever or you don't have my record yet i think musicality is going to speak something yeah i did an you know? arena tour opening up for rem in europe That's solo great. by That's myself great. and it worked you it know? works. Yeah, it worked. Because also, like when you come, when you approach an audience that big, <clears throat> that vulnerably, they kind of respond to it. They kind of like under. They also understand that it takes some cojones to do that. You know. Yeah, that's so that's like, absolutely true. Yeah. And you also probably uh, attest to everything sounds better. Your shit sounds better. Yeah. Right. You plug it into their PA. Yeah. Like the mics. Great. Like I'm like, it gets kids it gets better as you get up the line right so it's like you know you find yourself singing on uh stevie next had these mics the vocal mic and i'm like i can't find this in the store mm -hmm. you go to you can go to, <laughs> you can go to guitar center i'm like it's not the ones that you know what i mean it's yeah. like next level stuff it's next level it's like just next level stuff and i'm like everything sounds better these monitors you know we're not we're not having like a thing i plug in i'm like you're all good. I'm like, absolutely more like, whoa, listen to me. Yeah, you know? exactly. And you're like, yeah. well, I can do work with this. And yeah. you start to also go, I can just do work because my God, you know, your magnif, whatever little kernel of, uh, I think I'm bad enough in the first place to get up there and do it is yeah. just kadoosh. I mean, they really bring it to you. Yeah. PAs are so much better. And so it's like, yeah, there's that. But I mean, um, to create, to, to, to in a sense have that create ambition, uh, just the ambition is the same one to just be as as good as you possibly can each opportunity you get to do it and I think then sales and things like that have to be in the hands of other people I mean I wish I could drive everybody to the store you know what I mean I wish I could say yo don't get them don't get this get that you know what I mean they're gonna mm -hmm. make the decision and I think uh, the outcome of your success will be in the hands of the public mm. so I mean uh, you just try to say and for I'll be prepared. I'll be quite prepared for that eventuality. If that were to be brought to my existence, you know, I'm ready to do that mm -hmm. on a on a on a whatever scale you'd off you'd have you'd have offered me. Right. Or if you're optimistically looking at it, that may come. Right. But like, uh, so I'm not a, I'm not opposed to playing big shows. I'm not opposed to big sales. I'm not opposed, you know, to big yeah. radio. But I mean, I've just never been in a position to control that outcome. Yeah. You know, you go to you go to radio stations and like, I mean, I think, you know, for me, the only thing that really got uh, commercial top 40 spins was a cover of Peter Gabriel. Right. So, I mean, well, I didn't full circle. I didn't Joe. pick that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I didn't I didn't I didn't say I didn't make you know, you don't make the six records for you to go. The only one you're finding 
that you can put on the on the air. I think they're all pretty suitable for the for the air. Yeah. And um, knock yourself out. Pick anyone you want. Right. You know. But they're like, oh, well, this one really gets the phones. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're just a, you know, you're gonna just do what you're being told. Yeah. So it ain't really the old, it ain't really that old DJ who just goes, man, I'm into this record, I'm just gonna put this on. Right. They're still kind of answering to their commercial constraints, you know. They got. Yeah. So they're gonna go with a, a more obvious thing to, to get, you know, the bells and the in the and the mm -hmm. you know. So maybe it's like you know maybe the kind of, offering that I that I make being influenced by the 60s probably have also would have sold more and meant more in that time where people were absorbing mm. records like that you know yeah, what I mean? in so that way by the time you put the thing out you know what i mean so yeah. it's like well people just aren't listening in that way but boy you remind me of richie havens right <laughs> like how often have Rick, you gotten where, that? Where, where richie at you know what i mean yeah. you just go like yeah and those and those things are everything that you may be uh, reminiscent of is a thing that is, is no more really yeah. so you just you know when somebody's Beatlesque, it's like that's cool if, if that comes back yeah you know and if it's not just some ironic -y, sort of jokey Beatlesque, you know right. it's like but if you like sincerely mean songs are structured in this way yeah and don't have any rap breakdown in them, you know what yeah. I mean there's nobody gonna come in and break it down there's <laughs> nobody gonna do a thing like no right. it's like you have to kind of still find those people who are into in the end of that so yeah. as those numbers dwindle then that's that's fine because you know ambition would mean i would i would expand the the repertoire into what's happening now mm. like that's no i'm not that hung, i'm not that hungry to just be in the now i'd have to like it mm. so you know yeah for your last album that came out last year, you took a long break between albums, right? Yeah, I took I take breaks. Um, I, the breaks are really a matter of I wouldn't be a, is this probably speaks to ambition or lack of it. I won't make a, a record myself. I won't do a DIY. I made it. Right. Um, so you waited for an offer to come to make that album? Yeah, because I mean, I, I still got and play shows. My my world of playing live stays the same mm. so i'm just gonna play my shows and they're i'm gonna sing the songs that are written there's so many songs so many albums uh there's so many things that like i'll do some stuff and hey man is that on an album and i'm like yeah so it was like even when you're playing old songs doesn't mean everybody in that room is, is even hurt they're not worn out to them that's true you know what i mean they've they've been even played and you reinvent them live anyway always reinvent yeah. them and um but i mean all my records have been on a on a label you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and it's just like, you know, uh, so the commercial thing really has to come from a commercial uh, partner, somebody who's in that business of manufacturing. Um, because, um, you know, um, those costs would be then, I would be, uh, those costs would, would fall on me to, to, yeah. to pay for a studio for the time or to, or to pay for the, the, man, the manufacturing turning it into a thing in your hand you know yeah. like, and I'm like well I, please I, I don't think I would need to force myself oh I, I don't need to be like I'm, I'm I'm so only defined by the commercial aspect of myself that I'll I'll do I need to be there in the, right. in the commercial marketplace um, the essays line scattered on the floor fulfill the need just by being there Right. What uh, is it? Taking it to market 
is um, you paint. Yeah. And so the satisfaction of the, from the mind to the material, like yeah, I saw it, I see it, I'm gonna do it. I it's it, boom. Once you're done, your internal, I needed to create that. It's finished. Right. Now your decision to then take it to market is some other shit. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. so it's like so, I'm still writing songs during that period. And then I still hear them materialize. I go, my God, yeah, that's the song. And there it is. And it's written. Now the need to have it for sale. Do you have a like, home, do you have home recording? I don't need to have it for sale. Do you home do you record? I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I, but home record when you're a two piece, when you're vocal and guitar could be your phone. Yeah. You know, and then you write that down from the thing. And then um, I may not just as long as I, I uh, when I hear me singing it, and I've written the words and I can sing it into the tape player. That's just, re boom, record. You're getting us both at the same time. That's yeah. the recording. And then sometimes the record will only just, will be that in a better studio, on yeah. better mics. Do you have like maybe, a laptop with Pro Tools or no. anything like that? No, no. nothing like that. You have to read Garage the band, no. no. Reading the manual. Yeah. <laughs> I have to read you need ambition four track for that. at home. I'd have to yeah. read that. That's easy though, dude. How you work that? That's so easy. You could learn that in an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you could. I'm not saying you should, because you got your ways. Yeah. And your ways are are cool. That was a studio you know, came to Harrisburg, you know, and there was a guy from Texas that had a great studio. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, he just was a was a new resident. Yeah. And he uh, he got carpet. My father did the carpet in his place. Mm -hmm. And uh he's like, um my brother was there and he had all this Texas equipment, he had this old API board. Wow. And all this great studio stuff. Yeah. And he's like, you know, maybe you guys could lift it in there. And like, this makes music. My brother got me playing by saying, my brother sings. Right. That was it. You know what I mean? Because this guy's like, oh, I got all this studio equipment and I'd like to see if it works tonight. I went home, got my drums, my junk, my, my little instruments and set up in the corner. And he got to record me. Yeah. And he got to use my recordings of my little songs to then show up in a town and distribute those to the radio like saying there's a new studio in town and listen how your commercial spots can sound right and the commercial spots are like well that's good and everything but who's singing right who's that that was your first <laughs> recording yeah those are my first sort of getting into it it's like amazing. a guinea pig for a guy trying to this, show what a uh, studio sounds like yeah taking it to the radio stations to get spots and commercials the radio station can we play this that's amazing. Because I mean, you your know, dad did the carpet. Yeah. So not of my own drive, but like right. my brother suggested that he plays music all yeah. the time. And um, so then the radio starts playing the thing and then, you know, who's that? And blah, 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 you know, and you start recording more at this place. But that was always in a fr that's a free deal. Yeah. That was like a free deal created based on based on opportunity yeah it just it just showed up then so then i'm recording stuff and then those recordings get heard by uh got somebody wanted me to sing in a new york group josh deutsch wanted me to sing in a band in new york um uh so that got the songs into Capitol records and he's like well you know he didn't join that group but the songs are now that ex the execs are hearing the tape going around you know what I mean? So it's like, it's all very accidental and awesome. But it's like, you know, you're hoping that happens. 
because it's like again, a God thing. Do you believe in God? I wanted to meet Kate Moss, man. So I'm like, yeah, I want to be on MTV. <laughs> Kate Moss. I want to be on TV. Never be called on, back. I want to be on MTV. <laughs> Let's make. We go do some music stuff. I'm all for that. You know what I mean? I'm all I for did that. meet Kate Moss at Peter Gabriel's studio. Mm. I did. And I met her in Paris. But she too. showed up with Johnny Depp. Yeah, she showed up with Johnny Depp. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but they're both. That was my first like. But they're both so them. good. Yeah, they're both great. Yeah. Oh, that's full circle. Dude. That's full circle. Yeah. <laughs> she showed out. up with Johnny Depp. I want to hang out with the both of them. I don't care yeah. which one. Well, they don't. They that they only exist as an idea now because they they, they they've long since parted it's ways. A good idea, man. It that was, was a good idea. That was a good idea. That was a great it's idea. Probably fun to be either one of them. Great idea. But how's Peter? The, he's the, cool. He's cool. Yeah, he just put out a new uh, a new collection of like all his all his like outtakes and older like you know things in the archive. He put uh, his cover of one of my songs on there oh, too. Tight in the sun. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you're teaching me gratitude. That's a beautiful thing, man. He uh, he came to one of my. He wanted to hear the song. He wanted to hear in the your cover. eyes. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was, you know, he was with a Kate Moss of his own, man. Yeah. And he was backstage at a Sticky Floor rock club in uh -huh. Seattle, like yeah. when I got there. And he's like, "Check it, could you do that right up top?" Because <laughs> he, he had to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, I don't know if we're gonna make the whole show, but can you do that yeah. right up top? Yeah, it was really sweet. <laughs> that's you know? a that's a cheeky ask. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yo, can he's like, encore he looked first? at me like, you know, she get Nancy, bro. Um, yeah. So you know, and, and I'm like, and did you hey, do like, it? Yeah. First, bam, out right the out. gate, yeah. And he's just like had the front table, and it's just like right, you know, just straight up. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. And he's like, yeah, man, it was it was a cool compliment. He's like, you know, but he, this is stuff you throw on somebody. This is it's yeah. a compliment you hand somebody like me in the position in the position position he's in. A position he's like, wish I had sung it with so much soul. Wow. You know I mean? He just go, well, yeah, but the way <laughs> trust me, bro, the way you did it, however. That yeah, worked. That worked too. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, don't wish nothing. You know what I mean? Like, don't wish you had nothing. You, you're doing yeah. great. Yeah. See you. But so, I bet, oh, man. You know, yeah. but I bet that was genuine. That it's sounds. Beautiful. That sounds like him. I remember the first time he played me his cover of "In the Sun." It was like the first time I heard one of my own songs because every. Oh wow! Because before wow, that, right. I, I had just heard my voice, and my voice always kind of drove me crazy. Yeah. And so, like, I could never hear the song through just me beating myself picking, up picking over my voice. Apart, right. So, but then when it was coming wow. from his voice, I actually heard the words, and I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" It was like it was a real moment of like, "Wow, that's insane!" Like, you know that's what I mean? Beautiful. It was it was a trippy moment. Yeah. But um. So what else? What's next, man? What's next? For What's Jeffrey next Gaines? for Jeffrey Gaines? Next, are you is, on uh, Instagram and all that, or you don't even? I mess? am. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I'm on that, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna so follow you on that. I'm, I probably already do. I I'm, think I already do follow you. I think you do. I think we do. Yeah, we do follow each other. Yeah. But I'm all about it because, uh, you know, I'm into magazines. So. Mm -hmm. That's just leaking yeah. through a magazine. Yeah. Just in an airport, you're just fucking, you know, moving through it, a magazine. It picture, is. Picture, picture, yeah. picture. Speaking of Instagram, though, again, when you follow the, you may not, you guys may not. Everybody, you know, you can you can pick to follow what you want, what your right. interest is. You're gonna bring up models. I follow, yeah, and I'm like, you <laughs> talk about, you say so. What's up with people in the? This might not be for this. Yeah. It's you know? probably fine for this. But uh, like um. I had to unfollow the, the a lot. Booty is yeah, such see, a, I had to unfollow all the booty stuff. The booty seems to be like, dude, but why is that? Everyone's I, like, kind of like flat out leading with. Well, 
the booty. Like because I'm like this is interesting it's because powerful. The booty's powerful. I'm blown away with I'm, I'm kinda <laughs> I kinda booty. marvel at like the fact that like just for no reason someone will just turn it round to the camera. Well there's like, not no reason on out. that. There's a reason. You're like, yeah, well check this out. I mean it's, I get and it. It's but usually like, a pretty good what's reason. That first? <laughs> what's I had to unfollow the booty. <laughs> because so? I, I needed to get my brain back, dude. Like, and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I needed my brain back, bro. Goals I, I have at goals. Once I don't have ambition, I'm gonna follow all the booty once again. <laughs> I'm gonna refollow. I'll go back. <laughs> no, it's just real. Like, okay, neat. Like, yeah. okay, neat. Like, I just think to myself, like, that's always been spotted throughout time. But it's yeah. But as far as, you know, as far as. Uh, as far as I can recall, historically, it was sort of something that was there, but not really sort of. I'm going to go there. Well, I think you know what I mean. You, you, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, like, neat. In this day and age, the booty has become, <laughs> the booty's become the. I was going to say king, but that doesn't really make sense. But like, the booty's become the most important thing. Like it w- didn't used to be. Like it didn't. Remember back in just even the eighties, it was more. Yeah. It was more like Samantha Fox. It, it was more like the boobs. I don't even know. Like, yeah, well, yeah. You know what well, I mean? It was, but like that. No, was, no, no. Okay, that's funny that you bring that up. <laughs> like you guys went to another. You went to another extreme. Yeah. What well, I'm saying no, is no. That like, other extreme, but when you existed say, in the eighties. You said Samantha more. Fox. That's another. That's a. That's a person with another goal. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's not. I don't mean that. I mean like society. People. Society. people who are not trying to be so uh, they're, oh. not, they're not trying to be a pinup oh do you know I what i mean you're not they're talking like, about instagram well, i'm not models. talking about they're just following the no trends. i'm talking about models you're who are using like fashion models right not like yeah not like or uh, just people in real life yeah like i mean like more society like, type yeah, fashion yeah. Models who yeah. are not trying to be dip, in a sense a thing that if yeah. in the past maybe that would be a, a road to something that would demean you or lessen, right. lessen your brand lessen you, yeah you know what i mean yeah. you're like ah well that's that's true but we're not going to lead with that because that lessens our brand yeah but now it's like it's it's reversed that that and that's absolutely essential to your brand what a booty yeah and i'm like that's an odd thing because she's not like that person's not trying to be seen as a booty uh, so I mean, like you yeah, brought yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not trying it's, to be it's centerfold the trend. That, it's not that i, mean, I guess trying if to be, you got it flaunted they're in maybe? town and country like, magazine oh, or okay. something they're yeah. like trying to sell another high fashion brand I see. but like now booty's up in a high fashion just blame, up, in, up in the yeah, mix yeah i was like that's interesting blame that the that, kardashians for that mm, possibly possibly there has been a shift <laughs> there has there's been a been shift a sh- <laughs> there's been an <laughs> undeniable shift towards yeah. the bo- booty man. yeah so yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun a lot of visual uh lots of beautiful things um yeah i follow a lot of uh i try to get it you know I, i'm kind of into art yeah me too um, kind of into like you know classic portraiture boring art though yeah i like uh i like uh you know the abstract but sometimes i'll just get off on somebody who can paint glass mm-hmm. that looks like wow it's a goblet and like it's coming, right. it's doing yeah the the curve and the arc and the sh- light and shadow yeah. it's all happening you know you ever look at chuck close's work any do you, ever, do you know who he is no Oh, he's interesting. Check him out. Check him out. Yeah, check him out. He can paint check people's faces, and it looks just like it's it. crazy. It's a cool yeah. thing. Portraiture's all right. So what? Uh, what's what's? Uh, are we rapping? Yeah, well, we're rapping, but just the people listening, the noises were underneath the club, yeah, dance the club, club and the party. party. The party That's started. That's been the people walking back and forth. Yeah, the party started. Yeah. Um, so I was just curious because I'm staring at your dog tags the whole time. What what are those about? One's a Punisher key. Yeah, one's a uh, there's a Harley key, man. It's a 
motorcycle. Uh, they're not significant. Oh, it is? Yeah, just they they just say Jeff Gaines stuff. Um, okay. They're like, uh, find, you know, you find so you my weren't in the army or anything no, like that. No, no, you find my torso. Here's who to call. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey <laughs> Gaines. Jeffrey Gaines. Joseph Arthur. Thank you, man. You're awesome, dude. Good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah and tell people at Jeff at Jeffrey Gaines is Instagram, yeah. right? Oh, it's at um, at Jeffrey G Music. Okay, at Jeffrey G Music. Go check this man out live. Jeffreygaines.com. The bomb. Yeah, right. Thanks, Thank you, everyone. Jeff. Thanks, Ehud. And that's a wrap. Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated.